In the summer of 2003, I was a teenager growing up in Vernon, British Columbia, Canada. Vernon's a small town. It's a quiet town. It's a ski town, a beach town, and a hockey town. It's also a town that didn't get FM radio until the year 2001. And in the summer of 2003, it was the perfect town to hide a secret. That summer, I was working at a video rental place, which at the time was a line of work that existed. And one night after my shift, I met up with a friend at the beach to go for a swim at golden hour. I remember it was rec volleyball night, so the courts were kicking up all this dust that made the light seem like it was glowing around us. And that's when I saw them. There were these two boys walking through the orange haze along the shoreline who I'd never seen before. And as it turned out, neither had anyone else. These two wild children appear in our community. They're always together. You never, they're right. never apart. The rags on their back. And they don't have a home. Someone said they lived in the woods. Someone else saw them bathing in the creek. My mom remembers seeing them walk down Main Street. And when I saw them, even I, a self-absorbed 16-year-old, I noticed the same thing as everyone else. Something about these boys was off. They're they're kind of odd. I don't want to say cult-like, but it just seemed weird. It just wasn't normal. I had no idea what was going on with those two. One just looked so, it, he was just so emaciated. I literally think he was within days or weeks of starving himself to death. He was, he was that bad. And I said, no, he's, you got to get something done with him right now. He needed help. I kind of made it a mission to see if I can help them. And when people in Vernon reached out to help, the boys started telling an incredible story. These boys were from the bush. They'd never been to school. They weren't ever in a hospital. They've never been to dentist. Had apparently never seen a telephone. No access to media. They were unfamiliar with television. They were like almost non-existent. You know, it was like finding the lost tribe in New Guinea. The boys said this was their first ever contact with civilization. So the good people of Vernon took them in, made it their mission to help these boys navigate society, gave them food, clothes, a place to live. Someone even gave them a credit card. The whole thing turned our tiny town into an international media sensation. But there was a problem. It turns out the boys were very much in need, just not in the way we had originally been led to believe. Two young men who said they were raised in the wilds. Their tale was a poignant one, but it simply wasn't true. You could literally see his brain processing that this big lie he'd been living was about to come crashing down. The jig is up, nothing we could do now. Game over. Oh my God, this is actually crazy now. Like this is turning a corner. Very quickly, the whole thing spiraled. It was becoming apparent that he was a danger to himself. Tom called me freaking out. Will was apprehended by the police. Put him in my back of my police car and drove him uh, right to emergency. No, you, you have to let me in here. Where are they? It was like an almost like an out-of-body experience. Like, is this really happening? I guess there's really only one question to ask you, and that's why. Well, I had to protect myself and my brother. This story raises far more questions than it offers answers. When the truth came out, the boys left town. And he walked up the gangway into the plane, never even looked back. Yeah, and it was gone. Leaving the people of Vernon wondering for nearly 20 years, what was that all about? What was really going on there? 
Whatever happened to those boys? So this past year, I set out to find them. Where it all started for me was like my acne. And we also have this thing where we're taking you to court for custody. I'm afraid of the government. I'm afraid of cops. Anyone who has power makes me afraid. They're sort of like Nazis. <laughs> Come and take people away. I'm just running and I'm and I turn, make a turn and I hop another fence. I didn't even bother looking behind me because I was too afraid. I'm there to help him get away from them. I never agreed with the doctor that he was mentally ill. I just thought he was a fanatic. This is a crazy story. For the record, how I describe everything, that's the real truth. I'm Sam Mullins, your host for season three of Chameleon. Wild Boys, coming in January from Campside Media and Sony Music. If anyone was to ever hear about it, they'd be like, they would, it's unbelievable. Mm. It really is. It's so unbelievable.